the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at RobBlackShow.com. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's hit the numbers fast and furious. October 8th. NASDAQ was up 1% yesterday. The SP 500 up eight tenths of 1%. The Dow up just a skosh, up 98 basis points, nine tenths of 1%. Uh, Bitcoin, 53,850. So it seems like 40,000 is the buy area. Maybe 60,000 is the sell. I don't know. I'm really not an expert on that. GM was up a whopping almost 5% yesterday. And that's a pretty big story. GM basically said, we're going to grow revenues aggressively. It's given a lot of deets, details around its big electric vehicle pivot this week. Um, they've got an amazing, amazing attack going or eh, yeah, how shall we say chest thumping, chest bumping with uh, Tesla right now on full self-driving. They seem to think they got it better than Musk has it. Stocks continued their upward march yesterday after Democrats and Republicans came to a short-term agreement to raise the debt ceiling to buy $480 billion, which should be enough to cover the U.S.'s bills through December 3rd. GM stock on a roll, helping the Dow. Um, trick or treat, this is a big question, right, for children? Um, Pfizer and BioNTech? Asked the FDA to authorize their COVID vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11 and shots should be given as soon as November 1. That's going to be controversial. A lot of pediatricians are saying, let's do this as slowly as we can. CEO Elon Musk said Tesla is leaving Palo Alto. It's home since it was founded in 2003. Heading to Austin, Texas, where Tesla is building a massive factory complex. Um, Elon Musk said, and this sounds about right, it's tough for people to afford houses and people have to come in from far away. There's a limit of how big you can scale in the Bay Area. Kind of has a point. A new report projected the median price for a home in California will reach 834000 in the year 2022 after growing 20% this year. Silicon Valley is even more expensive. A house in the metro area has a median price of $1.7 million. I just sold a home that I bought 12 years ago for 950000 It's five miles north of Palo Alto. Sold it for $2.65 million. <clears throat> and my reason that I wanted to leave the area, I had teenage boys who, you put three men who are 200 pounds, they're not 200 pounds yet, but they're going to be. You put three men in a, Basically, a glorified apartment, 1,600 square feet. It's not going to work. Um, Tesla's relationship with California hit the rocks last year as Musk railed against the COVID restrictions in spring 2020. 
He was forced to halt production at Tesla's plant in Fremont. He even called Alameda County's COVID restrictions fascist on an earnings call. Here's going to be some pluses and minuses with moving. Musk personally moved to the Austin area from Los Angeles to be closer to his other two companies, SpaceX and The Boring Company, both of which have operations in Texas. Texas is a very business-friendly, low-tax-rate state. A few years back, you may remember listening to the radio, and there were ads. I'm Bob, 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 the governor of Texas. If you're a business in California, you should come here. I always find that kind of weird when we kind of root against each other. But I get it. Um, you want to talk some high-yield bonds? The 25th installment of James Bond franchise, and the last for Daniel Craig, No Time to Die, is hitting theaters across the United States and Canada after an 18-month pandemic delay. It was the poster child of what happened to Hollywood. I believe Daniel Craig went on Saturday Night Live one week or two weeks before it was supposed to launch. Pre-shutdown of everything. And then it's 18 months later, we get to finally see the movie. No Time to Die is expected to make 60 to 70 million over its opening weekend. That number could soar even higher. Last weekend, Venom 2 beat expectations for a $90 million debut. It would be really, really nice to see $100 million. With that said, we're also hearing a lot of news about the vaccines losing effectiveness. It still protects you against from dying, but you could get COVID a second time, even if you had two shots. Um, what are some of the other stories out there today that we really have to hit? Um, Twitch offered a brief explanation for the platform's giant leak. Company explained how hackers accessed creator payouts and source code. So there was no indication that users' login or credit card information was breached. Netflix employees are caught in a very California scenario. Dave Chappelle's new special hit Netflix. Dave Chappelle is a really weird guy to me because I want to really love him. And I kind of do, but then whenever I'm watching, I'm like, eh, I could watch something else. And that's what happened with his special. He made some transphobic, transphobic comments. And the employees are like, what do we do? This is our company. that He's poorly representing the um, transphobic people or to the trans. Uh, saying uh, he agreed with the creator of Harry Potter that identity is identity. A male born a male is a male. Female born a female is a female. For some reason, that fight's just not mine. I just want people to be happy. Google and YouTube will prohibit monetization of climate denial content. Again, a very California thing to do. Google and YouTube won't let climate denying creators profit on their platforms. One of the most aggressive policies any tech giant has set around the climate change debate. Snapchat rolled out safety features to cut down on sales of illegal drugs. I would love to know how this works. And then at the same time, I'm like, nah, I don't really think I need to know that one. Snapchat rolled out safety features to cut down on the sales of illegal drugs. I'm like, really? There's been a string of fentanyl deaths. A safety portal will now redirect users who search for certain terms to educational materials about illegal drugs. Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, man. What a mess she got herself into. Her defense lawyer just wrapped up a four-day long cross-examination 
and the judge put it into it after former lab director Adam Rosendorf gave a damning testimony against Theranos' fallen boss. The lawyer attempted to destroy his credibility with the jury, only to earn a harsh rebuke from the judge. I kind of take judges. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh, I know one. Oh, he's my brother. New hires at Uber could now unlock more of their equity faster. While Google, Stripe, and Coinboys could in Silicon Valley's famed rest invest culture to company equity. Um, how do you pay employees? It's interesting, right? Some people look at stock options and they're like, uh, I'm going to keep my own company stock option. And probably the most dangerous stock you could own is your own company stock. Not because of, the, of what they do. It's because they also pay your rent or mortgage. They pay for your car. They pay for your food in your paycheck. So sometimes letting it ride a little bit too long on the company you work for, not a good idea. Did you guys see the Mark Zuckerberg post that he uh, basically went after the whistleblower? It's long. <laughs> do you buy the Facebook dip is the question. Stock is slumping. Stock is, is expected to rise 35% in the coming year. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Dow had an impressive day yesterday. Most of the day it was up 500 points. That's a big round number. Ended up only up 330 points, but it's a big round number. Um, and it's nice to hear. It's nice to see. And again, it's only been one and a half months of volatility this year. We kind of cruised through the first eight months of the year. Up, 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 up. Record eye, record eye, record eye, record eye, record eye. And then we hit September and October. The October surprise. Senate raising the debt limit. Uh, default could loom again in early December. So we'll be back here again. I assure you on that. We've seen rising chip prices, and one of the big winners here is Samsung. Strong quarterly profit growth. It expects operating profit to increase by 28%. This is a company. Hmm, how do I want to talk about this one? Um, there's a lot to like, but ultimately I, I go back to that, that phone side where I go, yeah, they're just not – yeah, they're just not um, – Apple. Another high-profile person in the year 2021, leaving one state for another, Kathy Wood. She is the big tech investor these days that we're all paying attention to and fawning over. When her quarters are good, they're very, very good. When her quarters are bad, they're very, very bad. She's moving her headquarters for her company, ARK Investments or ARK Innovations. From New York City to St. Petersburg, Florida. And that just smells you're getting out of the action. Um, but you're also pulling a kind of a Elon Musk uh, kind of move. Trying to attract top talent in Florida, St. Petersburg. It's going to be a little bit different, but the tax structure is going to be a lot more helpful. But then also we get into the situation of maybe employees want 
the beaches and the lower taxes. Low taxes and warm weather. Um, when you hear someone like Howard Stern, uber wealthy, has a home in Florida. Tiger Woods has a home in Florida. There's also a thing where if you go into bankruptcy, you don't lose your home there. And if you get sued, like there's some positives. But I don't know if anyone has to really think about that all that often. Reddit's making a news today headlines. Reddit, as we all know, has been pushing meme stocks. Meme stocks like AMC, movie theaters, turning into just crazy roller coasters up and down. GameStop. There's another one they're trying to hit now is Electronic Arts. Um, gamers are reacting to EA's upcoming Battlefield 2042. They're going on Reddit. They're talking about it. And basically, Reddit is taking a negative angle on it. Um, saying the game doesn't really look all that great. There are plenty of posts on both the generic Battlefield and specific Battlefield 2042 boards that strike a more positive tone. Um, it's a beta, so it's a slice of what's to be expected. Activision Blizzard and Electronic Arts have had kind of interesting years. Activision Blizzard, negative. In large part, no one's really excited about Call of Duty Vanguard. It feels like going back to World War II is going backwards at this point in time. The graphics and cutscenes will be great. They'll be fun. There'll be planes blowing up in sky, people parachuting into uh, tragic scenarios. But the weapons, people are like, eh, I kind of want a, kind of want a more modern assault rifle. I know. Right? So Call of Duty is getting negative press, but also Activision's got a thing where. World of Warcraft has like some characters in it that have big voluptuous uh, breasts and the world's just changing. And some people are saying, cancel, cancel, cancel. And if you don't, you put yourself in the situation of being criticized and you put yourself in the situation of your stock getting hit. Electronic Arts has been a really interesting stock because they're having a good year and people are expecting Battlefield 2042 to take a little bit of oomph away from Call of Duty. That's my roundup, ladies and gentlemen. Weak job gains could cloud the Fed outlook as September fails to deliver a mass return to work. So we're looking at numbers today. Employers added 194,000 jobs in September, far below the 479,000 economists polled. It's the softest pace of hiring since December when employers shed workers. Let's stop and think here for a second. What's the Wall Street going to think about this? That's bad news. We only added 194,000 jobs, far below the 479,000 economists had expected. Far weaker than expected increase in hiring follows a disappointing reading in August. So that probably means the Fed will probably still taper sometimes before Christmas, stop buying bonds, or cut down on how much bonds they're how many bonds they're buying. And it probably means uh, we continue to say, well, we may not see three interest rate hikes in 2022. Maybe we'll see two. Maybe they won't start till July instead of May. That's the early read on it. Bad news is good news. President Biden's going to make a statement today at 8.30 Pacific time. 
about the jobs report. Disappointed 194,000 gain in non-farm payrolls. What's really interesting is um, the word non-farm. Um, they're just not considered to be part of our society anymore, but we once were a farming nation. Just throwing that down there for you. Back when we had George Washington as president, we were farmers. That was our jobs. Just throwing that down. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. September's jobs report badly misses expectations. COVID cases did below 100,000 a day as the nation faces colder weather and more closed-in spaces. Tesla is moving their headquarters from California to Texas. Um, this was one that I really, really didn't see the value of. Senator Cynthia Lewis disclosed a Bitcoin purchase of up to $100,000. But she also was very late in telling people she had bought it. She had first made her first Bitcoin purchase in 2013 at $330 a token. Now, again, it's at 53000 This draws scrutiny. Anytime someone who makes public policy takes an investment in something we don't have a lot of public policy around. Listen to this. You know those old pair of sneakers you have in your closet? They could be worth a lot of money if your name is Michael Jordan. Sotheby's is selling Michael Jordan's first worn or earliest worn pair of Nike Airs for between $1 million to $1.5 million for used old sneakers. I love America. We've got extra money laying around. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Jamie Diamond may have a point on debt ceiling. This is interesting. I like Jamie Diamond. He's one of those people when he talks it usually has some gravitas to it. He didn't like Bitcoin and he had no problem saying it. He still doesn't like Bitcoin, but his firm invests with Bitcoin. He's talking about the debt ceiling. On Thursday, U.S. Senators approved legislation that effectively kicks the debt ceiling can further down the road to December. At that point, Democrats and Republicans will need to somehow muster a resolve they couldn't find now, just in time for Christmas. And the silliness that we continue to do this. J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, is onto something when he flatly declared that Washington should just do away with the entire debt limit spectacle. It's silly. It's ridiculous. And we politicize it to the point that with television recordings being so easy and cheap, Republicans make themselves look stupid saying that it's, it's obnoxious to raise the debt ceiling when four years ago they were saying we have to do this. Otherwise, otherwise we're all going to die because Trump wanted to spend money. Now that Biden wants to spend money, it's it's impossible. And there's a, there's a great clip of Sean Hannity basically stepping all over himself where four years ago he was calling Democrats heinous for not doing this best interest in America. Now he's doing the same. It's it's just video doesn't video doesn't age well when you have opinions and it plays both ways. But I agree with Jamie Dimon. The debt ceiling should go away. Let's talk about retirement a little bit. Social Security. Here's some mistakes that people make, and today's my birthday. Um, I always think of my birthday as an honor to my mother. Um, I don't like 
presents. I don't like being pampered. I don't like any of that. But I always think about my mom because she carried me around for nine months in her body and she protected me. She probably smoked. She probably drank a little bit. Things were different then, right? I turned out okay. I, you could ask my first wife and she'll say not so much. You can ask my second wife and she'll say he's awesome. Um, but I always think about my mom on my birthday and she died this year of COVID. It's like, whoa, my birth mother died. And like, this, this is a different birthday for me. So anyway, let's talk about retirement mistakes. Okay. Number one is social security is a lot of people don't give it enough respect. Um, social security benefits, 50% of married couples and 70% of unmarried people receive 50% or more of their income from social security. And it's not a lot of money. That's probably one of the driving tenets of the show is if you're thinking social security is going to be a paycheck that you can do well with, you're probably going to be in a trailer doing okay. But I have to imagine trailer living is going up too. And social security is not going up as fast as all the other cost of living, right? The Michigan Retirement and Disability Research Center at the University of Michigan came out with a report last year that said 22% of retirees sampled said they regretted claiming their social security benefits when they did. A lot of people take them the first day they can because they look at it as free money. I get it. I worked my whole life. Now I got this. Don't do it. How and when you begin taking your benefits is a critical decision. Do your research. If you're married, look at how your choices might affect your surviving spouse someday. And if you still feel unsure about what to do next, work with a CFP. Um, I'm in the process of doing a little bit more retirement planning this year. Things have changed for me. Working for a big new firm. Um, got a tinker. Kids are getting older. Got a tinker. I'm getting older. Got a tinker. I tinker with a CFP. Um, another blunder is ignoring risk. We plan to use your money invested in the market as a source of retirement income. This is a monster in the closet type scenario. Most people I talk to have never heard of sequence of returns risk. Upon retirement, you no longer add money to your retirement account. Instead, you begin to take money out. If your money is in the market, these market returns become critical to maintaining a reliable retirement income stream. If stocks are at a low because of a big correction or crash, you're pulling money out from shrinking accounts, which could significantly reduce the longevity of how long you thought it was going to last. And then there's times where, you know, I, I kind of joke on a regular basis that if I were in a Mad Max movie, I'm going to be the, the guy who trusts Mad Max. I'm going to be the guy who defies the other civilization of evil people. And they're going to grab me and tie me to a car and shoot arrows in my belly. I'm going to be the guy who takes the fall. Um, I know you're saying, I thought you were going to say you're going to be Mad Max. No, 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 no. I've got a very fatalistic uh, view of myself. For guys who never broken a bone, that's interesting, right? So I have a weird feeling that in retirement, when I need $40,000 for a roof, it's going to come when markets at an all-time low or not an all-time all low would be zero, right? 
So you come when it's at a five-year low or a 10-year low. And then I'm selling something that I lose a lot of, you know, momentum in that. That was building and building and building. Now it's withdrawing and pleading. And if it's at a low, it's depleting really quickly. Another big blunder that retirees make is not figuring out long-term health care costs. Um, I can tell you that in the last three years of my mother's life, she had full-time care. Um, before that, she had part-time care for about five years. She had a couple strokes in her late 60s. She died at 85. And those strokes hurt her ability to drive, hurt her ability to remember what pills she took and what pills she didn't. So 70% chance of needing some sort of long-term care services and support later on. Men get it kind of lucky because in society we tend to, uh, our second wives, we tend to, how shall we say, be a little more successful in our careers and we tend to go for younger women. I see it too often. Very rarely do I see the Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher relationship. So Howard Stern is a miserable old man who married a woman 21 years younger than him. As he gets more cranky and old, she'll probably have to take care of him. Um, good for him, not good for her. Who's going to take care of her? Well, hopefully there'll be a lot of money left, right? But here's another thing about miserable men is that we tend to become cagey. And my kids who are expecting a pretty nice inheritance from me, if they do one thing wrong, if they get arrested for meth, that's pretty bad, right? If they get arrested for marijuana, I'm like, why did you do that? I told you not to do that. I could write them out of the well pretty damn quickly. So don't count on not needing help. Um, think of your budget as getting more and more expensive every single year when you retire as you age. And if you're on a fixed budget, you know, if Social Security is 50 to 55% of your income, it's not going to go, it's not going to rise at the price of uh, healthcare costs. And for the sake of argument today, I think the next big blunder that retirees make <clears throat> is leaving money to heirs incorrectly. Money in individual retirement accounts is meant to be depleted over the account owner's lifetime. The IRS encourages it. it. Even if you don't want or need to withdraw the money during your retirement, you must take required minimum distributions every year starting at 72. But a lot of people don't want to do it because it creates taxes, right? But recent changes in tax laws, your kids will have just 10 years to empty the account out and they'll pay taxes based on their tax bracket at the time. So if you're at a 15% old person tax bracket and your son is at a 28, probably 31% tax bracket, they're going to be paying money for it. They're going to be getting that IRA money at a 31% tax bracket instead of at the 15%. So if you can deplete it in your lifetime, you can gift away a lot of it. But I've got enough wealth now that I must probably start gifting sooner than later to avoid complicated tax scenarios like this. You know what sucks about being older? Anything that's complicated is tougher. I refuse to read wearing glasses. Somewhere in my head, I learned that reading glasses kinda, once you get them, it's gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse. 
Um, I got eyeball laser surgery LASIK done 20 years ago. And it's great for about three years. And then your eyes start to revert back to the de- degradation. But my eyes are still good enough. And I refuse to get the reading glasses. You know what that means when it comes to long contracts? I'm not going to reread into them very carefully. And people like my mom who had strokes, she's not going to understand them. So in my mom's last few years, I could say things like this. My mom, did you hear that um, uh, Ronald Reagan's president again? And she'd go, yeah, yeah, I heard. And that was her way of saying, I have no clue, but I don't want to act like I have no clue. He said, Mom, who's the president of the United States? I, I, I know. So things get more complicated as you age. And it's tougher to process. Life sucks, doesn't it? You start off as a baby, you end as a baby. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He does a show here on AM 1220 KDOW, Thursdays Morning. at 6 p.m. Tony, what's happening in the world of mortgages? What do we need to know? Well, you know, we've kind of been watching the 10-year yield and watching rates kind of creep up a little bit, even though they're still at 2.99% on the 30-year fix, according to Freddie Mac. That should expect to increase a little bit this week in the next survey that they do. But we're really watching at how that's affecting mortgage applications between refinances and purchases. That's taken a bit of a hit over the recent couple of weeks. It's interesting to note that I just sold a home and part of the disclosures and the um, process, I learned that the buyers were going to secure, try to secure a $2 million loan for 2.75%. I'm like, whoa, mm, that's, yeah. that's cheap money. That's cheap money. Um, even my, these, these are the products that are out there that are driving a lot of those high-end home prices as well as low-end home prices across the nation is products and good, good interest rates. Even my own accountant has told me, he's like, uh, I bought a home for cash because I knew I was going to be selling my home and getting cash replenished. He's like, get a loan, call Tony and get a loan. He's like, you could do better than the stock market or you can do the stock market returns better than the 2.75% loan returns. And even a boring old accountant loves uh, the access to cheap money. So what's, what's the action like? What, what type of clients are calling you at this point in time? Definitely a lot of purchases and, uh, you know, obviously some pre-approvals that you know, people have been a little struggling to get into houses. But as they pop up, people are buying, you know, putting their best foot forward. And also a lot of people looking to reshuffle uh, investment properties and, you know, take some cash out and prove their properties. But the, the, most of what we're seeing is refinancing, getting the low interest rates, paying off debt, taking some cash out, building an ADU, and, uh, an accessory unit to maybe supplement some income now that that's legal in pretty much everywhere in California. So a lot of people are being creative with what they have, improving the size of their property. Um, as you know, Rob, a lot of people are kind of locked into what they have now, you know, and they just can't move. They, they can't afford to move. So they're just improving what they have. So a lot of different ways of managing your, your mortgage, so to speak, with these lower interest rates, even as they creep up. 
It's interesting that you say that because mortgage money has always been used in funny ways. Sometimes you take uh, refinance out and you buy another home. Sometimes you take money out and you buy a BMW. Sometimes you take money out and you improve your home. Um, it's interesting because the story kind of changes a little bit every every couple of years. Uh, what else do we need to know, Tony? Well, you, if you're a buyer, don't don't get too frustrated. Um, but don't also think that the market's going to dip. There's a lot of reasons why the home prices could continue to go up. Now, they're going to go slower as we see more inventory hit the market as rates kind of creep up, but it's a very healthy market. We're moving towards a balanced market. You may see houses stay on the market a little bit longer, um, which is healthy. We need to get it up, you know, to two months, three months, four months on the market or of inventory and then days on the market a little bit longer so that it feels healthier and then you have more choices and then you don't feel like the buyer is, sell, sorry, the seller is really commanding everything and starts balancing out. But, you know, unfortunately, you can't time interest rates when you're a buyer. Just keep saving money, keep your credit score well, but don't get frustrated. More inventory will hit the market in the coming months. Worthy of note that the people that bought my home, one works for uh, Genentech or Regeneron and one works for uh, Apple. So a lot of their money for the home comes from stock options. And uh, uh, that's who's winning the, the, the home buys right now. People can find you, Tony, at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Any other ways to reach you or anything else that we need to know last second? That's the best way. Uh, website, there's some good information there, but it's all about you know reaching out and seeing what works for you. Sounds good. You can find Tony at Bay Area Loan Source. You can also get a copy of his podcast. You can find him Thursday nights here on AM 1220 KDOW. It's com. Thanks, Tony. Taking a look at the markets today. Uh, we had a jobs report first Friday of every month, and that should have turned the market positive. Um, but we're in October. The jobs report was weak. So in theory, people like Tony who their product is tied towards the 10-year treasury. The 10-year treasury should be a little under pressure this morning. Um, but you're seeing the markets open sideways to slightly down today. Not the expectation that I was thinking. The 10-year treasury is sitting at 1.59%. As it moves higher to 1.6, 1.7, 1.8 on an improving economy, which is the expectation Although I'll be honest with you, I think things have changed post-COVID that I don't know if we should expect what we expect. Because uh, you're seeing things like Tesla leave the state of California. Um, a lot of jobs, uh, a lot of incomes will be leaving. A lot of homes will be for sale. That's the thought. But again, I would expect the unexpected ramifications here. Uh, no Time to Die is going to debut um, will it top 100 million? That's what we'll be talking about on Tuesday. Monday is Indigenous People Day, unless you're Italian, then it's Christopher Columbus Day. I've worked with some people of Italian descent in the past, and they do not like losing Columbus Day. And I'm just like, it's just a day off. <laughs> I'm good with that. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. 80% of U.S. workers are worried about their mental health. That's worthy of note. Um, those concerns are nearly double that of physical health. I felt a little bit of that in the last 18 months. Um, I guess I could now say 21 months almost, right? Uh, we were much more optimistic that there would be a return to normal or the next normal. 
2022, and it feels like that's really going to be pushed into 2023. And mentally, that has to be taxing. So give yourself a break this weekend. Enjoy the Dodgers, Giants. Enjoy Fleet Week if you're in the Bay Area. Do not go to the city. There will be no parking, and it will be crazy. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Thank you for listening. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.